This program is sponsored by the partners and friends of Clifford Craft Ministries. It just, it just seems like God wants people fed. He wants them to know how to live. He wants them to know how much he loves them, what he wants them to have, what he died for them to have. He don't want them to walk around in the house, amen, feeling cursed. Because they can't make the ends meet. None of us as children of God should live like, amen. let's say last Friday, and two Fridays before I even get paid, and bring them together, making ends meet. But now when the mother too fry to come again, you got to do it again because you just took some of the money from there and put it over here. See, see God don't want to live like that. Amen. It's all making the end meet. Make what doing? Come on. God didn't tell us to live like that. Right. Make it no doing the end meet. Look at where you looking at me now. You said, Pastor, I don't believe that because as long as I've been praying and fasting, it ain't happened for me. Baby, you need to spend some time with your pastor then. Because I'm telling you now, amen, I have learned that the way that God has given us to live is the way. Yeah. It is the way to live. Yeah. Wish that I had known 20 years ago, though. But you had to grow to know it. You know, I had to make a lot of mistakes, do foolish stuff and crazy stuff to learn. But I was always after it. Oh, God, since I've been, there ain't never been a time in my life since I've been saved when I wasn't after it. People tell me, Pastor Craig, you ain't got Man, you, you ain't got to spend all that, that much time in the Bible. You don't tell me how much time I spend in the Bible. <laughs> I know what I'm after. <laughs> I know what I want. I don't know what you want, but I know what I want. And God say, if you will come looking for me, you will what? Find me. Mm -hmm. See, you shouldn't have told me that because I was on the hunt. Glory be to God. See, see, see what I'm saying, Santel? When we learn, and there's so many people say, you take the Bible literally. Well, how you take it? Right. <laughs> well, how, how you take it? <laughs> Amen. I, I take the Bible literally. What wrong with you? Why people get off talking like that? Tell me, you know, Pastor Christ, see, you take the Bible literally. God Almighty Jesus. <laughs> Pedro, if you told them boys to go in there and get their clothes up off their floor and put them up, amen, and you came back 30 minutes later and they were still there, amen. Now, now, do, would you thought that you said that literally or figuratively? <laughs> they thought, Dad, Dad, we thought you were cutting up. No, I wasn't cutting up. I wasn't cutting up. And I mean, you better get them off there now. That's literally get them up. Amen. Amen. We are to take God at his word. At his word. And, and, and look, 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 look. I know I'm bothering some of you. If that's the case, I'm going to shut down real early. Amen. And don't even preach this message. Y'all, you got to get the place where you just want it. And there have been things in your life, and I'm not being personal, but I'm telling the truth. There have been things in your life that you just shown up wanting. And you did some extra to get it, didn't you? Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Mm -hmm. Amen. You got to want God that way. Mm -hmm. You hear me? Tell, tell, not on these days, amen, where you just kind of like, you know, you enter God, and then five days you ain't. You can't live it like that. Mm-mm. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, your name is worthy to be praised.
Yeah. Amen. The man said, what? Praise is what I do. Amen. That's what he said. Amen. I, hey, I just got to have it. Yeah, Lord. Yeah, Lord. I didn't know what God meant when I first got saved. He's talking about he that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be filled. I don't know, but I understood what hunger is, and I understood what thirst meant. So I just thought, okay, well then, what? So I find myself just reading, 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 and praying, praying, praying. I Thank God I didn't have nobody in my life to tell me not to do it. No. So I just did it. Amen. Because I'm hungry now. I want you, God. I want you, God. Amen. And watch this here. Been saved eight months. Eight Because we got saved, uh, and then we got, Gwen and I got married. So that was six months from the time I got saved, we got married. So about eight, nine months after we've been saved, I'm in Memorial Park. Amen. And I'm just crying out to God. I don't know what to pray. Ain't nobody taught me what to pray. I don't know what to say, but I'm just crying out to God. Everything that I can think of to say, I was saying. And then when I can speak in tongues, I can speak in tongues. I didn't know you speak in tongues as long as you want to. So you speak in the tongue. Oh, yeah, God. He came through. He answered me. He answered me. The second time he happened, Memorial Park. When I was talking to him about money, amen, he answered me. Amen. There was time I was in Memorial Park praying like that. I went to pick up my wife. She's in prayer with a bunch of women. Uh, my brother had a church right down Broad Street. All of them in a circle praying. I go in, they're still praying. I just get in a circle with the ladies, amen, and hold their hands and I'm praying with them. God say, put your hand on the woman next to you. I'm a baby in Christ. I don't know nothing. Ain't never seen nothing. Don't know nothing. I'm a Baptist kid. Here first Baptist. Just got saved. Amen. I touched her like God said. She said, boom. I said, oh. <laughs> he said, touch all of them. I said, boom, 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 boom. All of them laying on the floor. I was standing there saying, gee whiz. That's good. I like that. God showed me that his power was in me. I'm not but a babe. Therefore, when somebody asked me to preach, they didn't know what they asking for. They didn't. Because I couldn't wait for time to pray. I said, Pastor, can I pray for your people? Pray for them? He said, yeah, sure. He think I'm going to stand there and pray. Y'all, Heavenly Father, come down here. No, I ain't. I'm saying, y'all come, come up here. Y'all come up here. Amen. Hey, I'm just telling the truth. I ain't nothing but a babe. Nothing but a babe's in Christ. Amen. I just drop them all on the floor. And the pastor looking at me like, what are you doing? You pushing them people down? No, sir. No, I ain't pushing. He didn't invite me back. <laughs> Until I found people who desired what they saw. Guess where I was? Everton, Georgia. And over there with uh, uh, Thomas Jackson at New Hope. Uh, Thomas Jackson loved it. He loved every bit of it. And next thing I know, he was speaking in tongues and doing the same thing. He reminded me of that a few days ago when I was talking to him. He said, man, when I met you. But he didn't know I was only a babe. I hadn't been in the Lord long at all. He had been in the Lord much longer than I have. I just bowed. Where did that come from? Being with God, crying out to him. Just crying out to God. He knew I wanted him. God knew I wanted him. Guess what he didn't do? He didn't hold nothing back. 
I declare, can I be your friend for a minute? When you don't hold back from God, guess what? He don't hold back from you either. That's just God's nature. He's just like that. Don't keep nothing from him. And guess what? He don't keep nothing from you. And on purpose, God knows what's in man. As the Bible says, Jesus knew what was in man. Said to man, <clears throat> can you give me 10% of what I allow you to grow? And everything Israel grew, outgrew any other people on the face of this earth. Deuteronomy chapter 28, the first 14 verses. God said, now, when you do it, just give me 10% of it back. At some point, that became a struggle to them. He had to say these words in the book of Malachi. Will a man rob God? He said, yeah, you have robbed me in tithe and offering. Didn't he? And then he corrects them. He said, bring all the tithe and offering into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now, because he's already proven himself. But this is God's nature. Proving that and see now, I will open up for you a window of heaven. Look what God tells these people. What kind of wonder you got in heaven, God? He said, you better believe that it's bigger than yours. Amen. I open up your windows of heaven. I pour you a blessing that you won't have room up. God, can you do that? You see? Can he? All right. So he tells them that. And all they have to do is just obey it. Simple as that. He say, if you do, amen, I will make you the head and you'll never know what a tail is. Come on now. You'll be above and never beneath. Watch this. He said, you'll be blessed going out and blessed lying down and who don't want a life like that? People listen to me. That was promised under the Old Testament. And then concerning the New Testament, Hebrews 8 and 6, it said, how much more better is this new promise I've given you? Yeah. Amen. Made, amen, by better blood. Yeah. If the blood of bulls and calves offered me a life that he offered them in Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14, and then he said, how much more this blood? Now, you know I ain't got no business lacking nothing. He said that they won't even have to borrow nothing. He said, you'll be the, the, the lenders. He said, you ain't got to borrow nothing. Y'all, y'all ignore me. I don't, I don't, ooh, we I hate that so bad. Y'all won't listen to me. Look, this is what he said. Everybody listen. I ain't going to even preach this message, okay? I ain't going to keep you here no longer. Don't be scared. I'm going to close it. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Please listen. You're going to be the head, not the tail. What do you do? You think about all the other countries that's all around you, Egypt and, and, um, and uh, Assyria and all these countries where they are wealthy, you know, countries that are wealthy. And you say, God, we're going to be over them? He said, yeah. We're going to be over the Egyptians? Yes. Do you remember that I drowned them? <laughs> We're going to be greater than them? Yes. God, you're going to be the head and not the tail. You'll never know what it's like to borrow anything, but you'll know what it's like to lend to those that need. He said that. Didn't he? Yes. Amen. A people that have perfect health. 
Not healing, health. Given to them by God on a, a covenant that requires the blood of animals. He sent his son then to shed his blood for all time that we are perfected forever, according to the book of Hebrew. Perfected forever. Amen. Watch this here. Amen. And say now, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 20 through 23, he said, all things are yours. We walk around here and do without, and he said, all things are yours. Why? Because we only hear it right there. It don't mean nothing to us when we hear it. Yeah, how about that? All things you, all things you. Shut the book and go and do what you're doing. Because for whatever reason, see my man back there sleep. That what happened? See, you go to sleep, and and you know you just ain't got nothing for God. You, you, it just ain't there. And won't be honest enough to say, God, I ain't really got it like that. And I want to know why. What's wrong with me, God? What do I need to do? Why is it that my faith don't ex extend that way? Why don't I go after you like that, God? How come on sometime it? Why, what is that, God? You see? Because if you don't pursue him for an answer, you'll stay like that to the day you go home and be with Jesus. Nothing to change. Except some desire is created in you to want to change your difference, you'll be that way until you die. Something has to create that desire in you. It could be a sermon that you heard, or it could be you're reading the Bible one day, or it could have been a dream that you had. Amen. It could have been something that somebody say to you, and it finally resonate. where you say, whoa, whoa, I can't seem to shake that. I can't seem to shake that. You know, God, God, that, what that man just said to me, God. Oh, God. You see? So now you're on the hunt to see what's wrong. I talk to you one-on-one, -on -one, okay? And that way you stay as long as you want to. Uh, I wish to God that you had it to hear me, though. I wish to God that you had it. But right now, the chicken house means more to you. See, tell the truth, you got to eat some dinner. Baby, God is trying to bring us to a place. You know the scripture said that uh, my God shall supply all that I... Say it again. Need. Say it again. Need. Can I ask you a question there? What is a need? Says God supplied. What is it? What, babe? Say required. All right. Huh? All right, all right. Here we go. Here we go. Then God shall supply all that you require. NIV. She quoted it. Uh-huh, N-A-S. You quoted it, you see. So then God say, if you require it, I'm going to supply all of it that you need. Yeah, 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 amen. Well, what happens, what happens? He need you to require it. Know that you do and see him as the only means for having it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Amen, amen. And guess what he do? He supply all that you need. Now, what happened, Jazz, is that we have a tendency to forget that he came through on that occasion, and then other occasions arrive, and we try some other way to make it happen, forgetting the way that we made it happen the first time. Because God said, I want to become your what? All in all. 
your all in all. Is that scripture? Yeah. So he becomes what? Your all in all. That caused you to live a life then without want. Where does that come in at? Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not. Come in there. Just give me five more minutes. You mean tell me I can live a life without wanting anything? Well, unless you need to take that page out of your Bible. I can't get them to be real with me, though. Brad, I'm trying to get them to be real with me. Look, 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 look. look. Then if that's not true, how come all of us just don't tear it out the Bible? Because it's real, ain't it? All right. Then, then since God is, the Lord is my shepherd, I'm being a sheep then of his. And Hebrews say he's the, the exceeding shepherd. Then I'm going to live a life what I want. David said in Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Now I not only have my want, I have desires. Yeah. Watch this here. Then he's supplying all my need. Yeah. So I'm living with all my need, all my wants, and all my desires. Can't you see that what's happening is that I'm living the scripture? Watch what it says. It says that we are blessed. Look it up and see what blessed means. To be envied. So now I'm envied. I ain't done nothing nobody, but they hate no me. Why? Because they see you living a life that they can't make out, they don't understand. That's the way God intended for us to live. You see? And we become God's bait on the hook. We hook other people by our life. That's exactly right. Amen. You don't even have to struggle with trying to witness anybody. They see it in you. Yeah. You better say, well, baby, amen, can I come over your house sometime? You want to come on my house? Amen. I want to show you how I live the way I do. And that's the truth. Petro, 30 years ago, or almost 30, if, if not 30, I was so zealous for God, and my pastor would tell you that this is the truth. I wanted to see everybody saved. I used to leave the little church right down on Broad Street and go across the street to Broad Acres Project and knock on all those doors one by one. We'd take that row and come back down this way. Take that row, come back down to Judy Lawrence. You know, she married a guy from Everton, Mike from Everton. Judy Lawrence, uh, Sister Regina Bell, and sometimes my wife Gwen and myself. Knock on all those doors, witnessing the people. I was on for God. I just wanted to be, I don't know, I just full of zeal. Amen. The next Saturday, we'd be either, either uh, Pardo or either Rock Spring Home. All right? Can I tell you, amen, that I used to pick people up on Saturday. I didn't want, I didn't want my pastor mad with me, so I told him what I was doing. You know, no. I used to pick them up and take them to my house, cook hot dogs for them, whatever, feed them, and then teach them the Bible. When it got cold, it got wintertime, I put a blanket back there where they went, amen, so that they could cover up. I used to pick them up down here at Parkview and take them to my house, feed them, cook spaghetti, feed them, amen, and teach them the Bible. I was zealous for God. 
And I'll tell you one thing. Did I have favor with God? I'll tell you what the favor I had. Six months, can't get the rent money to save my life, and I'm trying like everything. God told that man to forgive the whole thing. He said, Cliff, forget about it. We'll start all over again. You know what I told him? You don't supposed to be that bad. You don't supposed to talk like that when people are doing your favor. God said, tell him what I told you. I said, Harold, I thank you for what you've done for me. I really do. I said, but God said, that's my house. Like, you're not what I'm supposed to say that. But God ain't scared of nobody. So I just said what God said. Well, if I had not said it, I probably wouldn't own the house. But I said it. A year later, I own the house. You know what we told the banker? Tomb Lewis? I ain't got no collateral. You got no collateral? No, sir. How long you been on that job? Not long. You got a month? No, sir. He said, well, take these papers home and fill out the paper and bring them back. <laughs> Amen. Signed, sealed, and delivered. Amen. The house. And Gwen and I had nothing. Absolutely nothing. Neither the car. God said, call Larry Blunt. I didn't know him that well. He's a deacon. And I didn't know him very well. So I called him. I said, Mr. Blunt. I said, this is Cliff Crowell. He said, hey, how you doing, Rev? I said, good. Uh, I said, listen, sir. I said, I don't have a job because I don't have a car. I need a car. He said, well, I'll tell you what you do. What you doing in the morning? I said, nothing. He said, get dressed and come work with me. What, the University of Georgia? Listen to him teach a couple of classes. At lunchtime, he went to uh, uh, Athens something bank, Athens First Bank, whatever. American, what it was, I think, at that time. Amen. Got all this money in his hand. And he looks at me and say, huh, get your car. I said, Mr. Blunt, I don't know where I'm going to get the money to pay you back. He said, who said anything about paying me back? The favor of God. Yes, Took me and bought the car. We take the car back to Gwen, let Gwen see the car. He said, Miss Crab, if you don't like the car, let me know. I buy y'all another one. What is that? Favor. Owned the car for three years. I saw a Mercedes Benz that I was just basically just talking about. I was just talking about it. He said, bro, you want that car? I said, no, sir, no. He would have bought it. I'm going to say to Ben. Favor. When you are willing to give yourself to God, how you going to outdo God? People sit up in church and sing songs. Don't you know what they're saying? Tell me, you can't be God-giving. I said to myself, you don't know what you're talking about. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Amen. Because the truth is, amen, they go home complaining. And then get God through singing that song. Amen. Don't sing what you don't believe. Sing it because you believe it. Praise God. You can't be God-given for real. Nobody can. So I'm quitting, but, but you know I want to. You know I'm good for four. <laughs> you, 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 you got to be willing. You got to be willing to say, yes, God. Yeah. I know, I know God. I know God. It might not be that easy for me, but you got me. You got me, God. You got me. You help me. I know you will. I know we will. You help me. Amen. And he don't worry about what you worry about. You worry about, you know, am I going to fall? Am, am I going to do something stupid? Am I going to be weak sometime? God don't worry about what you worry about. That's your worry. 
when you call God alongside you, amen, to help you, or you decide to go alongside God and walk with God, amen, God got you. He got you. He got you. He even promised, he said, nobody should catch you out of my hand. No one can take you from me. Amen. When I read, when I read the book of uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 26 through 39, amen, I tell you, I want to scream, amen, that he said those words. You're so precious to God, you don't even have no idea. Let me tell you how precious you are to God. He said, I know the number of hairs that's on your head. See, we took that to mean God has counted my hair. Uh-uh. God means I know the number of hairs that's on your head. That's what he means. I bet you don't know where I'm at, do you? Amen. Because God didn't ask you to count what you can't count. He said, I know the numbers on your head. What do you mean then, God? He means that's just how involved I am with you. I know your uprising, your down sitting. I know when you go to bed and when you get up. I know when you got a little stomach ache. I know when your head ache. Of course, I know all about it. Amen. Watch this here. Amen. And he knows that I live a ridiculous life. Amen. Or looking on the shelf trying to find something to take this pain from my stomach. When he knows that all I got to do is say, amen, pain, stop it now in Jesus' name. He knows that. And he wonders why are we like we are. He wonders. How many times did he reprimand his disciples about that? The Bible says he, he upbraided them because their hardness are hard. Hey, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all seeing me do all this stuff. What are you talking about? That bothered him. It bothered him. What? That they didn't believe. He was very upset with Thomas when he walked in that room. He was very upset with him. Amen. But he's a lover. He loves. So he looks past it. The Bible says forbear. Thomas, come here. Come here. Put your, put your finger in my Thomas go, oh my God. He said, your hand in my side. Thomas, he said, now you believe. Blessed are they who have never seen me, but believe. And brother, when I tell you that we are blessed, God Almighty, God Almighty, make no sense. Don't make no sense. Diane, I have brand new stuff hung up in my closet with tags on it. You know why? Because it really don't mean a whole lot. Don't you know if I chose to live like that though, to be a person who does that, amen, I have to have two closets like your mama. <laughs> Take my old, old truck, amen, down to some dealership and say, I want, this, I want this new truck right here. Mr. Craft, what you got to put down on it? Nothing? And drive it right off there. Yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. All day long. See, all day long, see? See, see, the truth is, here's my point, amen. You're talking about a kid that came from nowhere, from prison, from jails, from drugs, to foolishness, came from nowhere, amen, but received God who owned everything. Does that make a difference? He owned everything, Pedro. So, Pedro, 
how, how could I do without anything when it is my father who owns everything? She, and I'm telling you how jealousy is in the book of Hebrew. You can see, amen, that he wants to be to us greater than our biological daddy. He does. He does. Uh, and Jesus actually introduced that to us when he said, if anybody love mama, father, sister, brother, more than he loved me, he ain't going to have nothing to do with me. Didn't he say it? Well, the Bible say he was only telling us who the father is. So the father's like that. He's very jealous. He wants to be that kind of father to us. I'm through with y'all. I'm sick of y'all. <laughs> I, I am. I am. God, if you could just receive what I'm saying to you. Amen. And watch your life transform. Good God Almighty will transform. And some of those things you've been waiting a long time to have will manifest. Wish to God I could get you to believe that. Thank you for tuning in. We know that for those who receive, your lives have been radically transformed by the power of the Word of God. Today is the day of your salvation. Are you ready to grow in your walk with the Lord? We are located at 3701 Atlanta Highway, Suite 16 in Athens, Georgia. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So to hear today's message again, visit our website at trueagapechristianchurch.org. Thank you and God bless you.